What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, back again with another installment of Kick It With Kitty. And obviously, today is a holiday for some people, so we're dropping this pizza party episode to go along with the day. So grab a slice and some other of your favorite munchies and check out this great episode with our very own Kitty. Chatting with the guys of Sudden Def, a, ba a band based right here out of Austin, Texas, and getting to know more about them. I personally am not up to date on the band, so this will be more of an educational episode for me, and I'm stoked to check it out with all you guys. They have been, uh, they sorry, they have an upcoming show at Valhalla this Friday, April 22nd. So go show them some love and support them however you can. Um, it, it's a late show, and they go on at midnight. So if you had a tough week or you're just looking to unwind and let loose, uh, you got time to get there. <laughs> it's not like doors at six and you're fighting traffic. It's just it, it, uh, they, they're also sharing the stage with Take Us to Tomorrow, Mud Dog, and High Orbit. Kicks off at 10 o'clock. Again, Valhalla, Friday, April 22nd. Uh, and if you end up going to the show, uh, snap a couple videos and tag Sudden Death and all the other bands uh, to include us on the social so we, so we can see, uh, just kind of, you know, get a little peek in case we couldn't make it. And as always, we want to give a shout out to Come and Take It Productions and Come and Take It Live. Head over to comeandtakeitproductions.com or comeandtakeitlive.com. Click on the events calendar tab and scroll through the laundry list of events that Come and Take It has already planned. Uh, obviously, buy from your local bands if they are uh, on the bill. That puts money directly back into their pockets. And it lets the venue know that these mofos can pull and that the local scene supports them. So the next time another tour comes around and they're like, who are we going to put on the band? Who are we going to put on the bill? Oh, these guys, they drew 20, 30, 40 people. So anyway, always, always, always buy from the locals, buy their merch. Hell, buy everybody's merch. Help them get to the next gas station or the next album. <laughs> that's, that's what we're here for, man. So anyway, here is Sudden Death. Everybody. Welcome to Kick It With Kitty, a segment of the ATX Metal Podcast, where I, Kitty Farmer, get to talk to some of my favorite musicians here in Austin. I'm super excited. I personally feel like, you know, I'm flexing right now on all the other podcast hosts because I'm introducing pretty new band from here in Austin, Texas, but they are already blowing up on the scene. If you were thinking I was talking about Sudden Death, you're absolutely right. You've probably seen them everywhere from Valhalla, Far Out Lounge, ABGV, Indie Brewing, so many other places. I'm super excited to have them here with me. Uh, guys, can you say your name and what instrument you play? Hey, uh, my name is Max. I'm the drummer. What's going on? I'm Alex. I play guitar. What's up, guys? And this is our special pizza party edition. <laughs> yeah! They have pizza... Um, I don't have any pizza, but hopefully if you're listening, you can go grab some pizza. Pizza is totally thrash metal and it's totally pop punk. So whatever your preference, get you some pizza. Peace. I guess the first question of our pizza party should be, since y'all are a fairly new band on the scene, how long have you guys been playing together? About like two years or so. Yeah, I think like realistically like two years. 
Like we, me and Max have known each other for a while, but I guess we didn't. Yeah, we did like two years. We've always jammed, you know, jam like seven years ago. We'd all get find some instruments and jam together. But as sudden death with the name, especially and riffing the slim songs we do live right now, it's like two two years we've been playing them. Because we started around like doing some stuff around twenty the end of twenty nineteen. It was right before the pandemic, and then it's like, well, okay. You know, we'll, we'll see you guys in like a year, I guess. I think we played live like twice before the pandemic started, yeah. But it was, you know, as soon as it was over, it was just shows after shows. People wanted to go see live music and we wanted to go play. That was a really good time to, you know, come back onto the scene. I remember especially like that summer of 2021, shows were packed. And I think I had heard, though, that like you said, y'all have known each other since you were kids. Yeah, uh, Drew, our bass player, his, you know, where he grew up from being brought back from the hospital and everything. Same with mine. We're on the same block. And uh, so, man, I see him when I was five years old down the road, walking with my parents to go see all the dogs. He used to have a big old Great Dane and a real small Chihuahua. They're like a real perfect little couple of dogs to go mess with. <laughs> and I lived on the other side of the neighborhood, but Drew's like been my best friend since we were like little kids when I got a guitar and started playing it was around the time he got a bass and started playing. I mean, he was the person that showed me like Iron Maiden for the first time. And yeah. I was like, Holy shit, dude, this is fucking balls to the wall. You know, we're in like the fifth grade, but it was like, this is wild. I want to play guitar like that. Man, there's even a time where we hadn't connected on the idea of playing music before we were all too young where they were jamming out in Drew's garage and one block over, I was back in my shed in like sixth grade, just beating on my first Pearl kit. That's pretty cool. You come outside and, you know, years ago you'd hear what the band is now, but we didn't even know each other. I'm sure that everybody's neighbor, like everyone on that block was just like, God, these freaking kids, dude. But still though, look at y'all now. I can kind of tell that you guys have really deep-rooted chemistry together on stage. Can you tell everybody who the other two band members are? So Drew is our lead singer um, and our bass player. And then there's Dylan, who is in a lot of ways our lead guitar player. He rips it. Uh, and I love Dylan. I met Dylan at school playing guitar. What year? Like uh, 2014 is when he started school. No, no, it must have been like 2013. So we were like juniors in high school. Dylan moved down here from Houston, but he lived in the neighborhood because we all met him like over the summer living with his brother in the neighborhood. And, you know, I met him at school. I was playing guitar. He wanted to play, he asked to play. We knew a bunch of songs. We used to play like, you know, Grateful Dead songs, like country music and stuff. And one day we were like, dude, let's, uh, you know, I had him come over and I had a bunch of electric guitars. He's like, well, how do you play so fast, dude? Now he's the one like doing all the tapping and solos. So we also got Dylan. We've been friends with, you know, since the day he got here. Yeah. But yeah, that's so when did you all decide to move from jamming and doing cover songs to, okay, let's start a band with our own original name, our own original songs? I had a band called Bluster, and that ended in 2017. And their first drummer left the band. He had some kiddos, and uh, you know he wanted a different path. So I think it was right, right about, it was like 2018, 2019 is when it, the idea really popped, when the jamming really started happening. But yeah, it still, it took us like four months of jam before we even came up with names or they, they had a lot of these songs written. And then I came in and threw new drums on it, which then 
all the songs progressed and grew a lot more with new drums on top. It's true. Yeah, I'd say like for real, like 20, 2018, 2019 is when we really started together. Right. Because me and Drew, we had tried to be a band before and we like we had written and worked on stuff. We've always been jamming together. We had different people come and go through like high school and stuff for varying reasons. And then for a while, I was just like playing acoustic guitar music with Dylan. <laughs> and then I think it was after like, out of all the bands to see, I saw like James Addiction at like fun, fun, fun fest one year. I was like, man, I haven't played my electric guitar in a long time. The next day we were all jamming and That's 2018. I think it was 2018. Yeah. We were all jamming and shredding. For whatever reason, we were like, dude, we should like reform the band. First song we learned was The Rage by Judas Priest. We're like, we'll do this and like NIB by Black Sabbath. We'll go find a drummer. And then we just convinced our friend to play the drums. He's like, I've never played an instrument in my life. It's like, well, you're going to play the drums. So, you know, start watching videos, I guess. That's the drummer that um, would leave and then Max replaced him. Mm-hmm. I replaced him toward 2020 or so. He was like a childhood friend of ours, also grew up in the neighborhood. But he was like, I never played an instrument before. It's like, well, you know, we're hanging out every day, dude. So the, re- the three of us play. And if you're going to be here, we could really use a drummer. <laughs> nah, he definitely filled in. And I, I caught lots of shows when I was in the band. I loved it. I'd sit out there going, how are they playing so fast? You know, watch <laughs> Dylan and Turner shred the necks. They pulled it. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's, we've, we've been lucky with everybody, but once we had, you know, Max fucking job. A lot of that friendship and kind of like, I don't know, man, you'd have like nice down the park, even you put on some priests and like, you just already feel connected. Like, you like the same stuff I do and you react the same way I do. Like, what if we were doing it, you know, together on stage? And that's, you know, we're on, right. um, on the stage and it just clicks all our homies and it just goes back to jamming all his friends and it makes it pump it a little harder, you know? It just helps when you guys like all the same stuff and like doing the same stuff. <laughs> it's like we're all just listening to like, you know, early Metallica and whatever else it is, Motorhead and Death while we're just hanging out. And it's like, well, if you guys like to listen to put this stuff and play this stuff then why don't we you know do it <laughs> it's been a blast i mean that's the ideal for a band i think right like people who genuinely like each other like spending time together definitely i mean you know especially like how they used to kick it you know you record a record you wouldn't just go to the studio at 7 a.m every day you'd go stay on a piece of land with your band like it's family you know i kind of want to get into that style that sounds a lot more appealing to me but no, you gotta be connected. Man. You gotta you gotta be wanting to do it together in a way. Now you can definitely play in different groups that you're not so connected with, and there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I think it definitely at least puts us apart in our style and just like the way we write, especially. Yeah, it's nice to have a democracy. You know, when you get four people all in a room agreeing, yeah. this is something cool. Yeah, that's that's good. It's just nice to have four people all connected on something and all like working together, you know, cause someone will have an idea and you get to see, you know, an idea you thought was really good be changed and transformed and turned into something. It's like, wow, this is way better than I would have ever expected. She's all right. Yeah. Another great part of all that is uh, I don't feel like anyone really feels left out on any ideas they want to bring forth to the table. You know, maybe like y'all are on a style that three out of four agree on. And someone's get a little more funkier than instead of like a little thrashier. Everyone kind of, well, as we're riding, the, the ideas spark and it's, you know, it's where everybody wants to move. We're in one direction. There's no ties pulling us different ways for a song to sound different, 
you know, each time you see them due to an inspiration they're on. I don't know. Right. I like that part. It's just, it's, it's fun to just throw it down and see what happens. <laughs> Cause sometimes you'll be like, all right. So I kind of had this song in mind of sounding like this and now we're like completely over here, but I'm liking it. I'm cool. It's, it's sounding good. Good job, everybody. I said before I can see on stage, the chemistry y'all have the ease uh, between you guys communicating with each other. Would you also say that's why you've been able to um, make so many strides? I think so. A lot of it's just, you know, practice and just, you know, I don't know, going out there and and one, we work hard. So we try to make, you know, it, it sound good. The, the shows don't sound good and the energy's not high. You know, we're having fun up there. We're trying to get other people having fun in the audience. But as well, I think the biggest thing with having, with kind of pushing is just, really presenting ourselves and as well going out there and being a part of the scene and going and seeing local people and supporting everybody else and meeting people and making friends and just, you know, realizing there's so many freaking amazing bands right here, right now in Austin, Texas, like every freaking genre. And if you got like five to $10, you can go see like four of the best bands in town most nights of the week. It really hypes the bills up too. And you're, it's fun to play with your friends. Yeah. Cause if you're like, you know, having a show is great, but having a show with bands that you're stoked to see and play with, that's even better. Right, it turns like you a know. bill into a whole ass event, and, at least for you. And Right. It's like a awesome. party. It's just like every time you get to play shows, it's like, bands oh, we know these ask, guys, like, these guys. y'all available? And we're like, yeah, man, we're going to be here anyway. It's like, we'll bring our shit. Like, we'll be in the crowd right on after the same way. No, there's been a few times. It's like, hey, do you guys want to play? It's like, yeah, we all plan on going to this. So we'll definitely, we'll be there anyway. It's it's been fun. It's been the the best part, really. Yeah, Austin's got a really good scene right now. Bands we've been playing with, everyone's fucking awesome. So no pressure, but y'all want to give a shout out to anybody? It doesn't even have to be a band. It could be like you know a promoter, a venue. And I'll shout out the Peth guys and the Sick guys for sure. I'm gonna shout out the Dead Coats for Dead winning Coats. best band. I got a shout out to uh, Flooded Tomb. Great of band. Both of us down harder than y'all, man. I, I'm, not, I'm not paying them for this, I promise. <laughs> no, that's straight genuine. Right. There's, we could name like so many bands. The list of shout outs could take like, you know, several Holy Death Trail is another big shout out. We've been sharing our studio practice space with them for a few months and everything's smooth. And, and even guys. then, you know, you meet they some jam. new folks and they jam hard, man. They're, they're, uh, so yeah, big shout out to them. They're really, they're really going. I also somewhere. would like to shout out two venues that I've just been loving. Play. Every time I'm there, I absolutely love them. And I think everybody should go to their shows. It's, I gotta say Kickbook Coffee and Valhalla. Damn straight. Just not just the fun places to go play, but I love hanging out out there. They're good people and they work hard. They're good people and they got good sound. They work hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> they're out there. Um, I love, obviously, uh, everybody at Kickbutt. Um, Ernie does amazing sound. Dan and Alyssa are amazing. I love Dustin at Valhalla. He's just like the most amazing person. Right. Yeah, they're all great people. Everybody, dude, everybody. Every time I go down there, but I just love being on Red River as well. It's so nostalgic from going down there as a kid and seeing bands and now going and playing like with our band down there. Shout out to Swarma Truck too. That's one of the best parts about playing Red River. Yeah, Swarma Halal across mm-hmm. from Valhalla. Mad shout. I don't ever go down there without <laughs> copping some Swarma. I, I tell that guy too. I was like, you're like, you're the reason. You're the reason I come here. You're the reason I do this. 
holding the community together with shawarma. Yes. Yeah. Metalheads and shawarma, rock and rollers, man. Everyone needs a little shawarma after the show. It brings back those vitamins and energy. Or pizza. Yeah, Drew likes to hit the Drew, the bass player. He likes to hit the pizza stand. That's his. That's Drew, his choice. Drew loves some polos. No, Hoboken. <laughs> oh, that place is so good. All right. I want to go down there. Oh. Pizza is very thrash metal. Is it? It's thrash. It's pop punk. Like it's everything. I wanted to say I was a pop punk elder because I liked Good Charlotte when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't know if that makes me an elder, but Maybe. I mean about pizza now. No, I'm thinking about your comments. I am. I am hungry. He's got now. his favorite order. Uh, uh, estimated time delivery got pulled up. Right. It's tomato time. It's going to be. Hold on. Before the pizza gets here, we have to talk about y'all's debut single, Headhunter. Um, so, was this a song that was written before Max joined the band, or was this written all four of you together? This was the first song we all wrote together, starting from scratch. That's why we decided to be our first single. It's like the true who, what our sound is and our style of writing, especially for the songs that are, that we're working on right now and, you know, scatter and play every now and then just to kind of lock in. Uh, A lot of the songs we do play were written with our, that other drummer. But like I said, with the new drumming came lots of uh, evolution on the songs. Right. And just yeah. songwriting in general has evolved because some of the songs that we played are songs I wrote back as like a kid too. Like some obviously have been lots of changes, things added and taken away. And some, you know, riffs altered and whatever over the years. But Headhunter, I feel like does reflect a way that at least a lot of my writing has been kind of going. Yeah, it's a pandemic song. We wrote that straight pandemic. We did write it during the pandemic. It was a good time. It was it was a good song to write. It was a lot of fun because it was the first time we really gotten to do, like you said, one with all four of us and really get to just kind of, it, it shaped a lot of what is coming forward and some of the newer stuff we're going to be doing and working on. So I, I'm really excited with it and I've been really enjoying both being able to put it out and all the feedback everyone's been getting. Everyone's been so nice. I mean, it sounds incredible. I love everything as, I mean, as a vocalist, obviously I love, Drew's vocals. But I also wanted to touch on the album art because when I first saw the album art, um, I was a little bit surprised. You guys have like an old school, like heavy metal sound, but the cover of the Headhunter single is very like dark anime. Uh, Could you tell us about how that came about, how you met that artist? Yeah. So the person who did the art is a a friend of ours, Max Webster, a great artist, just phenomenal artist great guy does a lot <laughs> a very intense person very talented and works very hard but uh, he's a friend of ours from elementary school that we knew growing up that you know after a while we kind of didn't see him for years but always tried to keep in touch and when we were doing this we reached out to him because we wanted we thought you know max being a great artist we'd love for him to be one of the people that you know does some of our stuff because he made our t-shirt design yeah, and like and our logo so we reached out to him because we really wanted to use him. And that's just a lot of his style. And uh, it, he made some really good points as the fact that he brought up, you know, I didn't want to go with something that is just going to, you know, looks exactly like it sounds. He wants it to be good and represent what it is, which a lot of people said that, you know, with the, the severed heads and everything. At the same time, I have had people give me the same kind of comments. Like, yeah, it's just 
it's really good and I like it, but it's not what I was expecting. It's different for sure. Different. It catches your attention. And these are all points he like brought up. We're like, oh, <laughs> man, you <he's> smart. <laughs> yeah. So, and so uh, the album art will be different. That's still, and I guess, you know, it probably will end up following what you would more expect on that old schooly thrashy rock and roll art style, I guess, or representation. Well, maybe, I don't know. We don't really know. Yeah. Because it was such a, it was so, it was such a different idea the first time we saw what it had come up with that, you know, that understanding thinking of, we thought same as you, that's what we would kind of, you know, work out and get. It kind of kicked all that away. So it was like, all right, man, let's focus on this new deal. And uh, he worked with us great. We had, you know, and uh, we we didn't, you know, from what he came up with, he discussed with us real nice. We got to swap around some stuff to, you know, make it the the piece we wanted to make it. But uh, yeah, well, I, I think it's cool. It's different. You know, nobody expected it. Right. And I think it's it makes the single pop out, you know, maybe when there's a whole different artwork for the album that represents more than just Headhunter. I think that would be like a, a nice piece once we have more around the we're, artwork and stuff. We're lucky that we got to work with both an artist and a producer to get to leave their mark and a friend on what we're doing. Yeah, they're both friends, but it's like we got to work with the people that it's like, you know, it's not just sudden death. It's like we, you know, these guys are treated like other parts of the band in a, in a sense. Yeah, the man, they were kind of there for the growth of it, you know? Right. You know, so it's, it's been really cool whether it's having an awesome producer that just gets it and helps you guys really create exactly what you're trying to do. Charles is the man or having an artist that really works with you to represent you guys in a way that, you know, that is proper. I don't know. I can't think of the word. Yeah. To bring out the best qualities about you. Yeah. He wanted to, that artwork stemmed from his interpretation, you know, a lot of the ideas and due to it being fresh, you know, I learned a lot about his style and I, you know, and a lot of it does, it represents the song. Great. You know, yeah, and a lot of the, the differentness that comes from it was being that we respect him and he's our buddy and we, act, we wanted something from him. It wasn't like, you know, I can draw, give me what you want and I'll give you what you want. He, like he, re, he told us, you know, he's listening to this song on repeat, repeat. He's really diving into his emotions within. He gave us something that is actually true and raw to like the emotions he got from the song and the whole song's true and raw of how we were feeling when we wrote it. So, you know, there was nice connections with all, with the whole relationship behind the, the single art. So I know that you just, um, you just now released Headhunter to the world, but I also know y'all move fast. So what are you working on right now or what's next for you guys? Oh, <laughs> happy ass because so Headhunter's out. Hit him with it. That's great. Um, there's some stuff. There's things coming. You know, there's potentially going to be some more art and some more merch as well. We uh, recorded an album, which will be coming out sooner rather than later. But before then, we have some things you know to share. We have we have another single we'd like to drop. You know, give people some time to catch some shows. Play some up. shows. You know, yeah. we want to play with everybody we can. And I then would, I would love that. This summer, the album should be coming out, and hopefully around that time, if you guys do come to the shows between these times, you might be hearing some new songs, and there might be a second album coming, uh, or hopefully getting recorded around the summer. But we'll see. You know, you never know. I could be get pushed like a whole year. But if we really want to do the things that we plan on, we're just trying to write, record, and perform as much as possible. And we'll see how this works out. But there is music coming. More shows coming. Um, Can you tell people how to find you online? Like, 
What's the best way to learn about your shows? Um, a lot of it's going to be like social media, realistically. Mm-hmm. You're going to find us on Instagram. We do have a Facebook. Yeah, we can we, we, Facebook we, updated. We do have a Twitter, but I'm not the one running the Twitter, so I don't know. I just say on like Facebook and Instagram if you really want to know. Um, we have a TikTok, too. I don't know. We do have Jews, a TikTok. Jews, our basis has put, you know, phony videos and stuff of us. Just, you know, good media, but... Basically all platforms, what is underscores, sudden, D-E-A-F, def, all one word, underscore. Right. And you'll see it. You'll see our logo. Is there anything else? No, I think that is everything. Just like social media platforms. Met you guys. Um, when I had been called in to work the door at Kickbutt Coffee and it was y'all show and I got the poster. I was like, sudden def, that is such a clever name. <laughs> I, for some reason, I would have never thought of that pun myself. But it's memorable. It's easy to say, uh, you know, when you're on stage, it's like sudden death. Oh, that's clever. Uh, how'd you guys think of that? Oh, man. So we struggled with a name for a long time. Uh, voting and agreeing. The four of us agreeing on something. That's like the one thing that something. took forever. It was hard. Of it, it was it was a battle. And we were at a, a friend's house. So we used to practice that all the time in the neighborhood. I forgot really what was the initial thing that made me think of it. But basically, whatever we would play, like house parties and stuff, or whatever gigs we could get, get given the same comment. Uh, and I do think part of it was people just being nice. But um, we'd start playing. And around after the first song, the rooms would normally clear out pretty fast. And I kept getting the comment, no, dude, you guys are really good. It's just, uh, it was really, really loud. <laughs> Like, yeah, everybody left. It was just way too... Have you thought about turning down? And I was like, what? No. (laughs) It's not very rock and roll, dude. But um, that was a very big part of the name. And then, I don't know, we were just sitting there. I think it was just me and Drew. I think we'd finished practicing and we were sitting around talking about whatever, doing whatever, just on the couch. I just remember it came to me somehow. I was like, wait, I've got an idea. And then we voted on it. And even if nobody... You had the Mario inspiration, too. You had been playing... Super oh, yeah, we were Smash. playing Super Smash Bros. That's what it was. And we got, we got the sun death at the end. And I was like, all right, I have an idea. And everyone was like, yeah, whatever, dude. It's, it's good enough. I'm tired of arguing over a name. That's kind of how it was. Yeah, it's just like, all right, cool. Like, that's fine for now. Like... It, it's kind of stuck. You yeah, know? It, it ended up sticking. At one point, we were all just like, I don't know, dude. What, what's good? What's not good? Why Why can't we agree on anything? So For a while, throughout, you know, all, everyone playing together unofficially as a band, uh, there was no band names. So it's like, what are you going to do? I want to see those guys play. So they'd be like, we're those guys, man. Just like, I don't know. It's like, we're yeah. going to go see that. I was like, who are you going to see? Those guys, man. We were playing acoustic music a lot too, just because yeah. we'd play around the neighborhood. And even if people didn't know their names, they'd be, hey, you're those guys with the guitars. Mm-hmm. And that was our unofficial, that was our name. <laughs> and we were like, this is not a game for a metal band. <laughs> And then struggled forever to find a name, which is fine because for so long, especially during the pandemic, when we were working on finding a name, it's like no one was playing shows. So we were just still practicing all the time and bickering <laughs> about names. And then it, we got I love it. I think y'all came up with something amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So 
we're getting towards the end of our time together. Um, obviously, I'll come to y'all shows and bother you and we'll play together and I'll continue to bother you. But we have a question um, that came in from my Instagram from Ian. And he says, matching underwear on stage. Why or why not? So I can't vouch for everybody, but I think I'm the only one. Do you wear underwear? Yeah. I think, okay, I would, I would match with Max. I don't know if the other two wear underwear. But I do like the idea of I do I do like the idea. I don't know. I can't attest to, to what they do. They you know, they weird me out. You know, Ian, next time you're at a show, if you confirm the status, we will uh we'll match we'll with you. Like, yeah, yeah, we can match with him. If you wanna if you wanna wear like if you wanna send us a pair, Ian, if you're listening, of, of the underwear that you're gonna wear that night, and me and Max can get some. I do like the idea of it because I think it does bring us a little, you know, it's like baseball team, like any sports team having matching uniforms. Like, I'm you know, sorry, there's I, a thought, <laughs> I thought you asked him to send you a pair of his underwear. No, just a picture like, of oh. he would wear so that okay. we can get the same pair. And then I mean, that'd be a picture of his underwear, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's not like him, like, you know, <laughs> like, no, dude, like lay him out on the bed. What you should do is match. So my bandmate, for those who do not know, strips down to his boxer briefs every time we play. Um, it's sweaty. And so y'all need to match with him. You do that? Yeah, we'll get with y'all and get Scott. Do you want there. us to come to the next Flooded Tomb show in nothing but our boxer briefs, like I in mean, solidarity with Scott? You could put them over your pants like Superman, maybe. Wanna, like just we're just gonna do our hair like Camry wigs. We're just gonna come dress you like. Think Scott. people advise that have boxers. Just came up with a gold mine. We have bikinis. We can have swim trunks. We're gonna do it all. We can buy sudden death coffins, action figures, straight jackets, straight jackets, sudden death straight jackets. We thought we'd buy one, straight sell jack- it for a hundred bucks. See if anyone's down. Scratch and sniff stickers. I want. I do want a sudden death coffin. I'll save okay. it for when I need it. Hopefully not anytime. <laughs> Hopefully not anytime soon. But realistically, I'm probably going to die before y'all. So make sure it happens. Okay. He works in, you know, he's learning carpentry enough. Okay. Max can do it. We'll, we'll get you. We've used power tools. We use power I, tools on every recording. No, I want to come out of a sudden death coffin at our next show. <laughs> that'd be that gotta find the time to start making coffin sounds too yeah if we ever go on if, if there's ever a flood tomb tour with sudden death or whatever band you're playing in we open up for y'all and then y'all show would start by you walking out of the sudden death coffin and be like what's going on the next band's already on you guys need to figure out a way to do your stage shows where you flood the venue <laughs> and have just like you know Graves everywhere. People, you know, get a fog machine. Really do it up. Hey, we can hook y'all up. We, I'd be so down to help y'all with like stage prep, bring some fog. Some we'll be your roadies when we're not <laughs> playing. Yeah. So I couldn't flood a venue because I'm always that like nerd in the back. Like respect the equipment. Don't put your feet on the monitor. Yeah. Respect the equipment. Don't coil the cord up like that. No, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it on air. We, yeah. we don't want them to know that's coming. Just one day, but hey, yeah. That's true. Because we don't want to be held liable. Oh, I'm honestly, this was one of the best interviews I've ever done in my life. Y'all dropped wisdom bombs and knowledge bombs on me for these past 30 minutes. 
So before I let y'all go, um, do you have anything that you want to talk about that I haven't brought up? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like we covered to the bases. Come to our shows, go to all the live shows of all the other local bands because they all throw down and kick ass and you'll have a great time with some good folk. A lot of good venues. Save it, man. You know, there's a there's a few gyms left in this city. They still kick it, man. They still get heated every night. Pump out music. Yeah, I guess the only thing we could say is go check out local bands. Support it. Because it's totally worth the money. Like, it's crazy to me, the price, like some of the shows that we're going to for like 10 bucks. It's like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> this is amazing. Everyone we play with is fucking outstanding artists, man. I get down with every band that we play with. It's fucking great. It's pretty true. That's the best part. I, mean, I saw a lineup of nine local bands last night for $15. So that's awesome. Was it was amazing. It was um, the Metal Monsters of Texas. So that's like the South by show that used to be a dirty dog. Mm -hmm. So Death of a Dream was headlining. um, This is like a challenge. Okay. Death of a Dream, Rain, Critical Assembly, Ariel, Lug, uh, uh, Sadie Mae, The Butcher, Nahaya, and Slow Motion Crush. I hope I got all of them. I'm like, scared now that's fantastic for that much i feel like those so many of those bands um that i just named that were playing that show are legacy bands they've been playing for 10 years or more um Mm -hmm. and they're like stalwarts of the austin metal scene but i also feel like sudden death and the bands that are coming up with y'all that you are pulling up with you are also the future of austin metal so I know this is kind of an obvious question or a given, but like how far, how long do you want to take sudden death? Like what would be your dream for the future? Man, I would be 60 year old, old jam with these guys. The band, uh, let it float, course, let it do where it goes. Enjoy every second of it. Like I don't try and look at it with a time frame. I just try and enjoy every second, but I don't know. You know, I, I love, you know, the positive route we're going down. It's got a lot of kick behind it. Like we're, we're getting a lot of stuff going. And I, I'll ride it out as long as we go. It's a big old smile, but you know, sudden death with it being as a family, you know, I'll kick it on the porch playing acoustics with him when I'm an old man. Of course. So. I mean, these guys are really like my best friends and it's like, I'm all, I'm probably going to be playing music till the day I die since the moment I started. So it's like, I don't know. As long as everyone wants to keep writing and recording and performing, I'll be writing and recording and performing. Yeah, as as long as it's fun, <laughs> that's about it. We're just gonna keep doing it, and so far it's been nothing but a blast. So, thank you so much, Sudden Death, for being here with me tonight. You just bring this light and joy and happiness to live music too. The Austin metal scene. You're so good to your fellow musicians, clubs, promoters. We need more people like y'all around. So, I'm so grateful to know you. Um, Everybody look them up. It's Sudden Death, D-E-A-F. And you can find them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Their single Headhunter is on all streaming platforms. So just look them up. Thank you so much. I'm Kitty Farmer. That's Max Cortez. That's Alex Turner. And we'll see you at a show real soon. Yeah, thank you, Kitty. Thanks, Kitty.